Welcome to the Mystic Lighthouse, your beacon for the paranormal. Each week we will explore a grab bag of different cryptid sightings, hauntings, UFO encounters, and various other true tales that are sure to leave you questioning, what are you willing to believe? Hello everyone, and welcome to the Mystic Lighthouse. This week, we have a couple of haunting type stories, and also a winged cryptid sighting. So sit back and enjoy this week's tales from the Mystic Lighthouse. Our first story is from Theo. It concerns a sighting of a winged creature and some unexplained orbs. So I'll start with uh, <clears throat> the flying creature that I didn't see, but my, my girlfriend saw it. Uh, she's seen two similar creatures, and I, com- I completely believe her. Um, you can tell when someone's telling the truth and uh so i'm a firm believer in what she saw so i'll tell that first she was driving down a dirt road headed toward lake erie through the point mouye game preserve uh it's by the fermi power nuclear power plants in um southern michigan and it was at night and she was driving and she said she saw this huge winged like bat winged like creature swoop down from the tree line and pass over the road in front of her uh this obviously terrified her a lot and she pretty much immediately did a u-turn and uh, got the heck out of there but she said it was about the size of a man it was definitely winged. It swooped from the tree line across the road in front of her truck, uh, above windshield height, but still, but passing very close to the front of her truck, uh, close enough that <clears throat> it seemed almost in, like intentional of the creature, um, because you know something like that just isn't stupid, and it wouldn't just randomly like do that i guess come so close to uh to a person the second one uh two months ago we took a road trip to the everglades all the way at the bottom of florida and we got there at night so it was hard we couldn't really see the surroundings you know it's a new 
type of train. We had never been there before. And so we're driving along, and um, we were looking for a spot to camp is what we were doing for the night. We were overlanding. We were staying in the back of our truck. So we found a wilderness road. It's one of the few roads that's kind of, like, out there. Um, there's really, there's, like, no people. There's, like, maybe a couple houses, like, native natives live out there. But it, it's extremely remote. And uh, on both sides is, like, uh, water up to your waist for hundreds of miles. And uh, I noticed on the on the drive-in, I kept seeing, like, lights out in the distance, you know. And having never been here before, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, it's a car, it's a house, it's it's a hiker's headlamp, it's whatever. And, um, I, but th- they were moving, and they were far away. They varied in, in distance from 50 to 100 yards. I'd see them, um, like, in front of the various tree lines um, that would pop up. And, like, in the Everglades, there'd be, like... Um, like like little like like forests um like mangrove forests or like uh the uh, cypress forest growing right out of the swamp and i'd see these lights up against that tree line so we didn't i didn't think much of it i didn't even say anything about it i'm like whatever it's probably cars or something because like i said we drove in at night i didn't know the terrain i didn't realize that it was impossible for anyone to be out there um and not to mention dangerous the uh that's full of mountain lions they call them panthers down there but it's the same as a cougar up here uh, in michigan where i'm from and uh, there's gators there's uh you know water moccasin there's all kinds of crazy stuff so people just don't generally walk through the glades in the middle of the night especially when there's no trails uh which there wasn't trails in this area and you, you can't just walk out there because like it all looks the same. It's all swamp. There's nowhere to sit. Like if you get lost, you're in water until you find dry land. So that kind of reinforces that um, there was no people out there. So, anyways, we're driving in and um, we see a couple mountain lions. That was really cool at our camp. Uh, that wasn't enough to frighten us. So we decided we'd set up in this uh, remote location, pull off the side of the road, and uh, just camp here. We had heard from uh, online sources that people have uh, overnighted here before, and they weren't bothered by the police or locals or anything. So it was should be a relatively safe spot for us. So uh, we start setting up, and um, <clears throat> I'm uh, getting the shelter ready in the back of the truck, setting up a tarp and my girlfriend was uh around the front of the truck i don't know what she was doing getting some stuff but all of a sudden she just starts like like freaking out and saying that there's like an orb in front of her i'm like what the heck so like i turn around and of course she's like you know it just disappeared and then she goes on to explain that it was probably like 30 to 20 feet away extremely close it was hovering about five to six feet off the ground kind of like an an up and down type of motion as it was moving horizontally it was like kind of like bouncing like someone would be carrying a light you know the light would bounce as they walked except there was no one Uh, it was right in front of us you know so she's trying to like reason you know her brain told her this has to be a person with a light and then it was just kind of like when like she she made eye contact with it um obviously it, it didn't like have any on um, visual eyes but 
it seemed to stop when when she really noticed and focused on it and then that's when she noticed it it wasn't a person it was just it was a just a light in the middle of nowhere and it was only like 20 to 30 feet away on this dirt road and uh you know this is pretty flat area that we're at um we had a uh i'm not sure maybe 50 to 100 yards of dirt on each side of us um that they used to build this road on before the water of the glades um, and it was flat and um this orb was well outside of the tree line in front of us so it was absolutely not a person nothing man-made and uh so she got extremely frantic because she was like terrified and uh she's like i just saw an orb and i'm like yeah and you know now that you mentioned i I seen a bunch of them on the way in and that that didn't really help that kind of made her more nervous obviously and so she insisted that we leave and find a new camp spot so we did we left and uh you know we were just talking about it we're like yeah, we need to go back there in the daylight and see, like, what the heck is going on. So we drove back to that same area in the daylight, and it just really solidified the fact that there was no one out there. There couldn't have been anyone out there. And uh, all the lights that I seen were pretty much what she, what she saw up close is what I had been seeing in the distance. And uh, there was just, it's absolute wilderness. There's there's no way there's just moving lights out there it's not people so uh yeah that's the orbs in the everglade story our next experience is from hunter and he tells us about the frightening experiences he has had in his home I live in a fairly old home. It's been around since the 70s or so. I've lived in it all my life and to this day I still live in it. Despite people usually growing a comfort to their own home, I never could. Spiritual and energy reading runs in my family and it runs in it painfully strong for whatever reason. So as a kid I could always walk into a building and feel whenever the energy just felt wrong. My mother would always point out to me in my later years on how younger me would refuse to enter a room in our house if something felt wrong or how I'd be given a passed down item and distance myself away from it. Well, I do remember about the man in the garage as a kid. I'm 18 now and I still feel this god-awful presence whenever I enter the garage. It's just a void of darkness sitting in the far corner of the garage staring blankly at me and it fucks me up. I can physically feel a human presence looking back at me. You know that feeling where you know someone's looking at you? Yeah, well, it's like that, just more ominous. My mother had mentioned to me at a young age that our landlord's uncle had died by an electrical accident in the garage. Ever since she told me that, it stuck with me. Anyways, I remember playing around with my mother one day on a ghost app. We both knew it was bogus and it was strictly for fun. It was one of those apps where a voice comes up and says a word. Well, the app clearly said garage. Not once did my mother or I mention the garage, so we just both sat there and looked at each other till my mother dragged me into the garage. I felt very uneasy going into the garage, and the energy just had a grip around my neck. I remember feeling dizzy and nauseous to the point I had to step out. Going back and revisiting that situation, I think it was just my anxiety worked up over a stupid app. But then again, I don't know. 
Another particular incident that has stuck with me to this day is a fairly older one. I was on a Skype call with an online friend of mine, just chatting late at night as any other teen would. The rest of my family was asleep, yet I suddenly heard our hall light, light turn off and on. For explanation, it's a switch that does a very loud click when it turns off or on. I felt uneasy immediately as I focused onto the sound, and my room is pretty close to the switch. I remember falling dead quiet as the light turned off and on at extreme speed before it suddenly stopped. The situation never happened again, not to my knowledge at least. We have had guests over at our house who have absolutely no knowledge of the man in the garage who claim to have seen a woman in a white dress in the far back room of our house, which has always given me negative energy as a child. I've never personally experienced the woman in the white dress, but I believe it's my aunt, as we own some of her ashes. There's been multiple other incidents such as extremely similar, if not sometimes sharing the exact same dream as my mother. Heavy footsteps, being touched, hearing music, decaying smells, and overall just weird things that wouldn't happen in a regular home. For context of the dream thing, my mother and I would have synchronized dreams under the same night. We have both had dreams of ancient Native American burial grounds, a tall shadow man in a suit, and people reaching out to us in our dreams. We have had guests over at our house who have absolutely no knowledge of the man in the garage who claim to have seen a woman in a white dress in the far back room of our house, which has always given me negative energy as a child. I've never personally experienced the woman in the white dress, but I believe it's my aunt, as we own some of her ashes. Up next is Elizabeth, and she tells us about a visit she received from her father on the anniversary of his death. This is Elizabeth. Um, my Reddit name is Kenyon Clan, um, and I'm sending you this so that I can tell about my experience with the half-apparition that I seen of my father. Alright, so here it goes. So, one morning, um, it was actually right around the time that my father had passed away. So, one of his anniversaries a couple of years ago. And I'm sitting in the kitchen, um, having a coffee. It's about 7 o'clock in the morning or so. Nobody else is awake. It was just me. I was sitting there and just thinking about my father at the time, um, you know, about it being his anniversary and everything, and something just told me to look up, so I looked up, and I seen literally just a half of an apparition from the top of the pants down. I seen the khaki pants, the brown belt, um, and once I looked up and seen it, I could tell that there was nothing on the top because I could see the refrigerator behind the apparition like where the top of the apparition should be um, so instantly the apparition went from my um, refrigerator to uh, the stove which is about I don't know I'd say about 15 feet away and it only took about two seconds for the apparition to get from the refrigerator to the stove so it was like 
he only took about two steps and he was already covered that amount of ground which was crazy to me but the entire time I could see everything behind him where and him I'm meaning my father because I know it was him I could tell by the pants and the belt um and this is his home um anyway I could see behind um him as he's walking by I could see the um refrigerator behind him I could see the sink I could see everything um and then once he gets to the stove he disappeared it was just gone like one second there the next gone um and so we my father had passed away here in this house from small cell carcinoma um in 2009 December of 2009 um my mom had lived here for a little while after that um and we decided to um buy the property in 2016 so we've been here since then we've had many weird occurrences like I said I'll send you other voice recordings of that as well um but if you need any other information about this if you want me to say it in a different type of way um just let me know thank you our last submission is from raymond And just as a disclaimer, there is some language involved in this encounter. Although I have to say, if I experienced what he did, I would probably have some choice words too. Hello, uh, Mr. Lighthouse. Um, My name is Ray. And you asked me... um, on reddit to share my story with you so here goes um so it was 2014 2015 uh me and a bunch of friends were thinking about going on a camping trip you know just like one of those late summer kind of get out for a couple days drink some beers go hang out by the fire that kind of thing but uh, a lot of my friends ended up bailing on me and i was like well shit i still want to go so I packed up my car and went, went to, um, like I should, I should also tell you, the place that we were going to was supposed to be just like some super cool place that my buddy's cousin went to a few years before us, and he gave him the coordinates, and we were like, okay, let's go, but then my friends bailed, and yeah, anyway, so, packed my car, left, and I drove probably three or four hours, and I ended up getting to the spot and when I got there I thought it was just like super what's the word I don't want to say like it wasn't ruins but you know you could tell that nobody had been there for a while the grass was all overgrown and the parking lot and the wood was fairly old looking I mean not creepy in any way just old not well used kind of thing so I said fuck it I'm already here you know just gonna go in maybe two days in and out just have myself a time and i went in got a fire going uh, well i guess I, I should say i went in and the the little camping area it was, it was by a lake and it was kind of small probably i don't know a clearing about 30 feet in diameter 
with an old, old picnic bench and a little like fire circle made out of rocks. And I set up my tent and I was just like, okay, this is peaceful, this is great. It'd be a lot better with my friends there, of course, but it's like, shit, it's getting kind of late, you know, I'll turn in for the night. Started up a fire, cooked dinner, just boiled up some water and put it in like one of those freeze-dried pouches and whatever, I sat and I played some music on my phone and I just enjoyed being outside. I mean, I've been camping since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, but, you know, something about the place just seemed peaceful. I don't know, it was quiet, like, really quiet, like, couldn't hear any cars going by. Um, you know, there was no planes, no bullshit, no nothing. After a little bit, I decided I was going to turn in for the night. I fell asleep pretty quickly, and sorry, I'm not really good at this whole talking to the microphone kind of thing, but... I'd say probably somewhere around like 1 to 2 in the morning I woke up and I'm laying on my back in the tent and I'm like, do I have to pee? Do I have to poop? Why am I awake? I was like, I was sleeping pretty good too. And then I heard it. It was like, like someone walking. And I was like, okay, well, there's tons of critters out here. It could be anything. Like I wasn't even worried. And I sat there and I listened and I was like, so you're telling me that I woke up to a critter going around? I was like, eh, that sounds like a big critter, maybe a deer. Okay, I woke up to a deer walking around. And I'm laying there not making any noise. And as I was listening, I noticed it was like, psh, 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 psh. Not like, like an animal walking, but like a person walking. I was like, the fuck? I was thinking maybe, you know, cops or park rangers or some, somebody came and busted my ass for camping there. But I thought it was an open campsite, so just kind of hanging out. And after a little bit, I realized that whoever it was didn't have a flashlight. I was like, huh, okay. Um, night fishermen? Because I know that's a thing. And there was a town probably 30 minutes from where I was, so I wasn't, like, way, way out there. But it's it felt pretty out there. I mean, it was a quiet, peaceful place. And I'm listening, and this person, they weren't going towards the lake that I was near. It was just, like, like someone was walking around my campsite. They never came in, and like, around my tent or anything. At least, not that I could hear, but it just sounded like, psh, psh, psh. Like, someone just, like, walking through the grass, like, not stepping on twigs, or being loud or obnoxious or anything. And then my mind starts racing, and I'm like, okay, I'm being punked, um, or somebody is out here to fuck with me. Or maybe, you know, the serial killer just happened to find me on that one night. So I reached over, and I had a pistol with me. I was old enough to bring one out and have it with me. I mean, it goes with me everywhere, so why not bring it on a camping trip? I just held it close and focused on the tent door. And if anybody was going to try anything, well, I had to make that decision, you know, with myself. Am I going to do this, or is this just going to be like a, hey, I have a gun, get the fuck away from me kind of deal. And I waited, but it just sounded like somebody was like just pacing my campsite, like, like, casing the place, you know, just walking in circles. 
I didn't hear any talking, I didn't hear any weird noises or anything, just walking in circles. And I was like, fuck, well, you know, it's, it's, it's probably been an hour to half an hour, half an hour to an hour, somewhere in that ballpark. And I was just like, huh, okay, what do I do? And like, I'm shitting bricks, I mean, it was poo city in my pants. Like, I was scared shitless, like, it, it was real bad. So I was like, okay, I get the courage to just like, hey, got a gun, leave me the fuck alone. Like, just yell. Then hopefully that person will be like, okay, my bad, and then I'll be able to like, get out and pack up bounce so finally I, after you know talking myself up to it I just yelled hey I got a gun get the hell out of here and who or whatever it was took off through these woods like a rocket I mean insanely fast I could hear that thing that person whatever just hitting branches and bushes and just tearing off just gone and I thought about just, you know, do I wait? And I started to see some sunlight coming up, and I was like, yes, okay. I'm going to hang tight in here until that sun's up enough for me to see outside. And as soon as the sun came up, kicked some dirt all over the fire and poured out some water bottles on it. Quick packed up everything. I mean, I didn't really have much. It was just me, like a tent, a cooler, my stuff. I had just crammed it into the back of the car ran out to the car, you know, fired it up, and got the hell out, wasn't wasting any time. One part of me likes to think that it was just a person or maybe some kids fucking around with me. But another part of me was like, you know, some, what could it have been, you know, if it was not a person? I mean, what else makes that sound? I mean, I'm in the, what I think is the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's not that far from civilization, but still, um, yeah, just, I really hope that was a person fucking with me, because I don't know what else it could have been, could have been, I don't know, maybe a Bigfoot, you know, watching me, or checking out where I set up camp, or just coming to investigate, or maybe this is all in my head, and it was just a big-ass deer, but hey, there's my story, and, uh, that's all I got for you, thanks. Thank you for joining me today in the Mystic Lighthouse. All stories submitted and narrated are purported to be true. The Mystic Lighthouse is produced and narrated by your host, Bo Carver. If you have any stories you would like to tell, you can submit them at themysticlighthouse at gmail.com. And tune in next week for all new tales.